Hey, this is big news. The Hockey Heaven Podcast brought to you by Baldwin Ace Hardware has returned. Okay. This uh, episode is a, um, a crossover episode with the dudes from Just Chirpin, which is a hockey podcast uh, for beer leaguers, for men's league players, get together weekly, and uh, they talk hockey. So I said, hey, you know, you just started uh, marketing on the Eric Zancho podcast. You should join me on the reemergence of Hockey Heaven brought to you by Baldwin Ace Hardware. And uh, one of the all-around amazing good guys in hockey joined us for this episode. Ben Simon, uh, coach of your Grand Rapids Griffins. This guy is awesome. I love him so much. Uh, we got Jay and Stefan from Just Chirpin. Now, uh, these two dudes are, are new to podcasting. So I, I basically said to them, I'm throwing them to the wolves. And I said, okay, uh, you know, we're going to talk to the coach. I'm going to expect you to bring the heat. Ask him a question, whatever, whatever, you know. They were nervous as balls. But I think they did pretty good. But I cannot let it slide about Jay. Okay, I, I, I've known the guy for as long as this podcast is. And he opens up with, oh, my God, I'm so excited to talk to you. I don't know who you are. I'm not kidding you. This was hysterical. He, he, he was talking about Coach Simon. I was like, oh, shit, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> so uh, enjoy this. This is the audio version. If you want the video version, you can find it on my YouTube or my uh my website or something like that. I don't know. Who cares? But anyway, it's Baldwin Ace Hardware bringing you Hockey Heaven, the return of the Hockey Heaven podcast. Here you go. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game. <laughs> I hear him. I hear him. Hey, uh. You got the logo, and I, I got old school logo. You see that? We gotta, that? We gotta find your new wardrobe. You gotta update your wardrobe, bro. This is back from when you played. Yeah, that's a, that's a long time ago, pal. How come you're an American hockey player, but you sound Canadian? I'm American. Is that better? America. <laughs> America. <laughs> uh, I have my buddy Stefan Hyde here, and he seems to be struggling. Would you just sit still? Can you just sit still, Stefan? Let me do this. Yeah, yeah I like yeah. that better. <laughs> I, I, all you got to do is sit there and talk hockey with Coach here, and Easy and I enough. and uh, and and I. Stefan has another podcast called Just Chirpin, and he's just launching the thing. So this is what I'm doing. I'm in, I'm introducing, kind of reintroducing him because actually you two have crossed paths with. And Ben's like, wait, what are you talking about? But um, uh, there was a hockey camp that Stefan went to at Notre Dame. Isn't that right, Stefan? That's right. I was 13 years old. Many, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're dating me now? What the? <laughs> Notre Dame hockey. Yeah, we used to love those. And so I was obviously in school still, right? It was. Yeah, a lot back then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, no, we had fun at that as in. 
had fun at the kid. Hopefully, had fun. Or uh, you can uh, give you an email. You can send complaints to. <laughs> right. <laughs> There's statute of limitations on complaints and refunds. <laughs> yeah. Right. What What was the? Because you didn't tell me what it was. You said there was just some hilarious moments that you remember from that, right, Stefan? Oh yeah. So we're 13 year old kids, and you guys are working us pretty good doing wall sits and and all kinds of different things. Um, this poor kid shows up to the hockey camp and he's wearing a Georgia tech, um, baseball cap uh-huh. and, he, and, and Ben immediately jumps all over him, calling him a meathead, <laughs> this and that. And the poor kid was called bumblebee tuna that entire <laughs> week in South Bend. Yeah. You can't wear that on Notre Dame sacred ground, man. You can't do that. <laughs> any, yep. uh, any, any memory of this? Of you, of you heckling him. Me? Oh, I used to chirp kids all the time. Made me feel better about myself. Uh, <laughs> no, we had fun. Like, honestly, it was fun. Uh, it was in the summer. So the campus is a little bit more quiet. A uh, little liveliness with all kinds of different camps going on. A little bit of action there. You, know, you got paid a little bit of money. And it was, uh, you know, it was just fun. It was a good time. A little change did of you, pace in the summer. Did you violate NCAA rules by by uh, admitting that right right now? Is that... Did, did, did that just happen? Oh, we can get paid money for yeah. working a hockey camp for sure. We can. I didn't know that. I thought. That oh that yeah, was... yeah. I, let's let's be clear. When I say make it, it wasn't a lot of money, but in college it seemed like a lot of money. <laughs> it's not like I was making uh, my nil or name and likeliness and image stuff because uh, the name, the likeliness, and the image is not too pro- uh, profitable. <laughs> so, um, you know, I've really been enjoying watching you progress as a, uh, as a coach in the league and, you know, kind of finding your way and you're in a really great organization that really loves cultivating the coaching staff and are, I mean, you guys are a extremely important, valuable asset to the NHL team. Can you, I mean, that's, this is really fantastic. I mean, not every team has this type of setup where at a moment's notice you can, you can be there to help these guys out. Like you had to just recently, you coached the Red Wings not long ago. Yeah, no, it was fun. Uh, obviously a great experience, but I mean, it's a fantastic job. I mean, we value our jobs. We, we love our jobs. Our staff is fantastic. We have a lot of fun with these players. Uh, we understand that these kids are going to, these players are going to take their lumps. They're going to have their failures, but at the same time too, they're, they're going to get back up. They're going to dust themselves off. They're going to improve. They're going to get better. And hopefully we get to tell them that they get to achieve their boyhood dream. And when the opportunity presents themselves, it, they get to go play in the national hockey league. So that's uh, at the end of the day, that's one of the biggest thrills of our jobs is to be able to tell these guys that they're going up. I'm going to bring Jay in from just chirping in a second here, but um, okay. With you, you're going there. This was, so you're the one who's maybe a little uncomfortable fish out of water. How did you, how did you approach this? I mean, that's for me, that sounds like a very nerve wracking scenario. Yeah. Well, I was excited as a, as a coach, you're not thinking in the middle of a season, you're going to get recalled or called up, you know, just that's, that's happens to players. So uh, Jeff was great. Doug Huda was fantastic. Kriegs came up with me. Uh, so there's familiarity there. And we've known these guys, we've been in the same organization for quite a long time. Uh, Blash's like Blash's biggest, three biggest strengths are, are probably his communication skills, his preparation and his hair. Like, uh, so uh, between all three of those, uh, it was, uh, it was easy to, to step in there and do it for a game. And so he had his game plan. Hood's, uh, 
Doug Hudo was in charge of all the the other meetings and stuff. Obviously, he was he's been there for a long time, and I think that his message uh, resonated a heck of a lot more deeper, a heck of a lot deeper than than some new guy coming in for a game or two. And uh, you know that's Doug's team. So uh, I think between the three of us, we we managed as best we could, and Jeff was behind the scenes uh, seeing what he could see through video. And you know, at the end of the day, we got through it, had fun doing it, and uh, the guys actually you know, start out slow, but finish strong and yeah. end up getting two big points for that organization, for that team. Jason from just chirpin joins us. First of all, Jason, thank you for being part of this show. Um, now what you have here is four beer league slash men's league guys. So, I mean, that's, that's perfect. Who talk hockey and they know a hell of a lot more about it than I do. Okay. So this is a, a combination of four people who play the game, love the game, talk about it on a podcast working with me. So that's awesome. So Jason, what do you have? For Coach Simon. Hey, by the way, I just want to say thank you for having us on. Oh, pleasure's um, mine. Pleasure's mine. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, you described it best when you said it's like the poverty version of uh, spit and chiclets. You know, I mean, <laughs> look at us. We're both we're both in our work van, sitting here all excited, all stoked to, to to talk to somebody you know with such a big name. So, yeah, I'll just jump right in. You know, uh, I'm not gonna lie. If you listen to the podcast. Uh, I play hockey. I love the game, but, uh, you know, not much of a follower and things like that. That's actually what earned Stefan a uh, spot on the, on the show was that his knowledge. So I had to Google, Google, Google you today a little bit oh, to get some, uh, what a terrible start back. And- what a, what a horrible start. <laughs> Uh, oh, it's, hey, it's I, on the internet. It's got to be true, right? Oh. <laughs> right, right. Well, that's, a, that's what I was going to say. You know, um, I could sit here and I, I watched a lot of your interviews. Um, by, I mean, just, just by that alone, I, I like you already. Um, I mean, obviously, one hockey player to the other. I think that we have a kinship on our own. But, um, yeah, no, I was just going to – Eric kind of – I don't want to say stole my win there. But, uh, yeah, you get called up. I mean, that experience had to be awesome. I can imagine – me and uh, Stefan were talking about it. You know, usually the players are the ones getting called up, and here you are as a coach getting called up. Um, you know, I, I, like I said, I can ask you questions that you've been asked all around the table. Yeah, I found something you said in a quote uh, about, you know, what hockey is to you and how much you love it and all that. And you said, I don't identify who I am around the game of hockey, though almost all of your memories that you have in life, uh, good and bad, yeah. are around hockey. Um, you've been quoted, uh, you know, kind of coined as a grinder player. Um, and that's kind of, you know, what you look for in your guys is guys that are willing to work really hard and grind it out. Um, you know, what I really, a question that I wanted to ask you that I think kind of gets overlooked is, you know, you obviously played in the, in the professional hockey league, uh, something that most every hockey player dreams of and doesn't reach. Is there a, a moment, where you were on the ice with one of your idols that you just will never forget for the rest of your life that you'd like to share. I mean, there are quite a few. And I mean, as a, I mean, I've been around the game of hockey since I've been five years old and and growing up through, you know, different uh, experiences through the game and a lot of applicable life lessons through the game of hockey, through the sport. Um, A lot of great ones, a lot of disappointments, but uh, you know, probably, and you've got big milestones throughout your career, but I, I think probably, one thing that really sticks out for me was my first NHL game. And uh, it was in Atlanta or sorry, playing for Atlanta against the Washington Capitals. And it was a D zone faceoff. Bob Hartley puts our line out there. My parents, brothers are all there. It was awesome. They flew them out there uh, first shift. So they 
fourth line grinder, like to say, D zone faceoff, we throw the fourth line out there, which is our line. And so, of course, Washington has the last change. So Washington puts out their top line. Here comes Adam Oates. And I don't know if you've ever seen Adam Oates' stick blade. His stick blade is maybe maybe eight inches, smaller stick blade. I used to love the Boston Bruins, Adam Oates, Cam Neely, Ray Bork. Love those guys. So my first faceoff was against Adam Oates. Uh, stick down. Uh, didn't even come remotely close to touching the puck. He snaps it back to go D to D shot change. Great scoring chance. Bob Bartley, change, change it up. So my first shift lasted maybe a total of four and a half seconds, lost the face up, but I got to play against a guy. Oh, that's Adam Oates. So it was pretty cool. And then uh, actually another game that was pretty cool to be part of uh, that same year in Atlanta was a new year's Eve game uh, in Detroit. And I was playing against Atlanta, the, I mean, it, it just being out in warmups, you're sitting there stretching there. I mean, Hall of Famers going around that. If you look at the roster, it was just all-star after all-star after all-star. And it ended up being, a, I think we lost the game seven to six in overtime or something, but it was a packed Joe Lewis arena. It was uh, just really cool to be a part of. And you remember like just the excitement and, you know, I probably didn't play all that much, but it was a pretty cool experience just to be a part of. That is excellent, oh, Jason. Absolutely. Excellent, excellent work. Stefan, what do you got for coach? I want to know what's going on. You got a couple of days off. Uh, you play on New Year's Eve and you got a home and home with Milwaukee. How does the transition work? Do you guys leave right from the rink and jump on a bus and go to Milwaukee or, or where, where are we partying at? So you want to talk <laughs> about grinding, grinding in the American League. This is the American Hockey League at its best. We have, uh, we had a Christmas break. We come back. We uh, three or four, and obviously we we're supposed to play on Monday. That our game was uh, postponed, and so uh, we practiced uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We'll play Friday. Jump on a bus. Have a quick bite here. Uh, they do a great job. Our catering company here, Jeff Dubin and his crew, give us a nice meal. We jump on the bus. Bus to Milwaukee. We'll get there at about. It's a six o'clock game, so typically it's a seven o'clock game. We'll get to Milwaukee. One o'clock, two in the morning, have an optional skate in the morning in Milwaukee. Another six o'clock game, pack up the stuff, have a meal at the rink, pack our circus up, jump on the bus and head on down to Chicago, play a three o'clock game in Chicago, play that game, eat at the arena, jump on the bus back in GR by 10. Holy Ooh. moly. So that it's a grand. A- then, you know, we got six games and nine nights coming up and it's, uh, I mean, that's half the fun is the, uh, you got to love the grind. You got to love the, you just have to love putting the work in and the t- it's, it's, it's tiring, but uh, this is why you take advantage of times in the summer. You just, you, this is where it's, this is the fun. It's hard, but it's fun. Are you reminding them constantly that whole mentality about, you know, uh, uh, lunch pail mentality, uh, you know, blue collar, this is work. This is so if this was easy, it was basket, it'd be basketball, you know, all that sort of, <laughs> you know, kind of like uh reminding them that this is to keep them focused. Cause I imagine sometimes, especially with young players that they, they, it's hard, you know, it is hard, but at the end of the day, like I, whenever they asked me there, when I played or when, you know, sometimes our players are getting frustrated. It's like, what, what do you do for a living? You know, what do you do for the, you play hockey, you, you play a game, you play a game for a living. What, what, what a cool job to go in and you got 20 buddies and you, you go in, you, you play a game, you work, you compete. It's hard work and you should be challenging yourself every day. But uh, I mean, that that's to, to go through a season and you go through these long road trips, these your ups and downs of the seasons, your highs, your lows, and you get to know these guys. Uh, 
you know, it's, it's an adventure, but it's, uh, it's a great adventure and it's, you know, it's, uh, it's long days, long nights at times, but you know, you have to be able to, you have to be able to grind. You have to be able to work. And if you don't like the, the work that it takes to get the next level, then you're in the wrong business. Right. Every on, job, right every job's hard. Jason, you got anything for coach? No, man. You know, I, like I said, uh, watching a bunch of your interviews and stuff, I'm a, I'm a fan. Um, I appreciate that. You know, just, just, just the grinding and, you know, the way that you hold yourself and, and what you look for, you know, I watched an interview then someone asked you about Bertuzzi and I mean, you didn't even take that as an opportunity to say, Hey, yeah, you know, I mean, I did what I did and got that guy there. And in fact, it was all uh, <laughs> humbleism and you were like, Hey man, I was just happy to be a part of it. And then know that maybe something I said or did, you know, helped him grind it yep. out to get to where he is. And that's fantastic, man. I really like that interview. So I'm a super big fan of yours um, in the sense, and I'd love to see you uh, when, you know, when the time is right, coaching the wings. I appreciate that. Yeah. And that, that is half the fun. Like you, you kick on the TV and you, you turn on and there's a player right. that you're coaching. You'd like to think that maybe in some way, shape or form that you had an impact on them and uh, that they're a better person and, and a better hockey player for it. But yeah, I mean, the players that I've had the opportunity to be around are, are just fantastic people first and foremost, and the credit should go to them because they're the ones that are putting in the time and the work and making the most of the opportunity when it's afforded to them. Coach, something popped into my Absolutely. head with, with these guys doing um, a men's league and beer league. Do you guys have an emergency goalie? Uh, we've used a couple of guys. Yeah. So there's you know, this local, are they like ready? You just call them and say, Hey, get ready. We got, it might be time for you if someone else gets hurt. Sometimes. Yeah. And then if we, you know, if we're going long practices or, you know, the, a lot of skills days, we'll bring in, uh, we'll bring in an extra goalie to give our goalies a little bit of a breather and, uh, you know, spread the, the workload a little bit. So come game time that you know, our guys aren't completely burned out for the week. Have you so ever, I'll, you know, I'll tell you Dave DeSander, Dave DeSander, I'll give him a little, I'll pump his uh, tires. And Dave's been, <laughs> Dave's been, I won't, I yeah, Dave's been great. He's come in. He, he actually competes already. Loves it. And the guys love having him around. So he's uh, a <laughs> solid human being. Good dude. And the guys like having him around. That's awesome. Stefan. Oh, I can't thank you enough for having us um, join you for this interview. I mean, I, as a, a Zaniac and a fan of you, Eric, um, it's an honor to be on uh, the Hockey Heaven ah, segment and cool. to meet, uh, you know, over Zoom with uh, Ben Simon to, to see him again now that uh, we're, we're both grown adults. Uh, you know, tremendous career that you oh, have. No, he's not. No, he's not. Physically grown and adults. Coaches. No. You know, yeah, you can debate that one. No, yeah, you know, and that it, it just comes to mind. I mean, uh, uh, the the interaction where this was pre-COVID, uh, I'm doing a uh, uh, auction with you know five dozen people in front of me in the stands, and I need a water, and some someone he it was him. I, I, I open up the water, I drink the water, I go by. It wasn't a chewed piece of gum. First of all, it was a piece of gum. No, that, 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 and then the, he gets sick and he's going to blame me for his you like, he like, got look me what sick. you're doing man you gotta look what you're doing this this Who? this grease ball was infected with some <laughs> disease and grease he ball. got oh <laughs> all right hey, hey who has more hair you or blashel right now i do probably here but uh i got yeah i gotta i gotta get my life together this afternoon mixing a shave and get ready for the weekend okay <laughs> so new year new year's eve you guys won't be able to celebrate it's kind of like you play the hockey game and off, like you said. Yeah. Well, that's our, that's our job. So, you yeah. know, you, you, you do miss out on some you know, new year's Eve. You, you know, maybe your Christmas break isn't as great or as long as you think, but it's, uh, 
it's the best job in the world. So, you know, you do miss out on some little things, but in the long run, and I, I wouldn't change it for anything in the world. Uh, I'm, I'm, I love the atmosphere at the games. The hockey team gives me carte blanche to be able to do various nuanced things when the play stops. And, and, and I, I love watching the bench, looking for reactions from players on things. Is there anything that stands out that I can get from my knowledge that you hear me do? Because I sometimes wonder if anybody's even listening. Oh, we're listening. Yeah, we can hear your little, you know, and there's a delay in the game and you're chirping. Oh, good hustle. Charlie also loved the hustle. <laughs> uh, no, we hear it, but uh, we can't get too distracted. No, and give no. Me grief after the fact. But uh, <laughs> no, I, I think I think all in all, like our our hockey business side of things and the show within the show and the team behind our team is, uh, I mean, it, it's tops in the American League and we've got a great building here. The people that put the time in to get the fans and, uh, to, to put the show on for our great fans here is great. New Year's Eve is one of the best games, best environments to be a part of here. And uh, it should be a lot of fun. You've been watching world juniors watching Donovan Sobrango. I have. Yeah. I got my USA hockey right yeah. here. Buddy. Uh, he's so, uh, he, Canada beat Austria. So that was big. And Donovan got a goal in game one. Uh, if you saw that he was trailing the play, it was a great looking goal. Nice pass by uh Perfetti there who plays in uh, Manitoba. So uh, yeah, and buried his opportunity. So it's it's great to see him uh, have that opportunity to to represent Canada. It, it's you know a lot of people in the U.S. don't understand the significance of the World Junior Tournament, uh, but in Canada, uh, where hockey is tenfold uh, a huge honor, and his he was extremely excited. His family was extremely excited and, and proud. His mom was uh, they interviewed his mom. You can just see the Saw that yeah the thrill, like they're genuine, just the genuine, you know, the amateurism, the, the importance it means to them and just the, the fun that they're having with it. It's refreshing. And he's been a great, uh, you know, for a young kid that the, for all intents and purposes by the rules, he's only allowed to play for the Griffins this year because he played a requisite number of games in the American league last year, uh, for a kid of his youth and experience, uh, He's come in here and had a, you know, his, his confidence is getting stronger. It's getting better. I hope this tournament's similar to what Joe Valeno did. Uh, well, goes out to world juniors and shows that has a good showing over and comes back and takes that confidence and, and hits the ground running when he comes back here. But uh, in the meantime, yeah, we're, we're watching, we're cheering and a lot of prospects for Detroit are playing in that tournament, but uh, we've been seeing a lot of those kids. So when you see Donovan guys that you have here and you're more intimately involved with on a daily basis, uh, it, it's awesome to see. So we're cheering from afar and, you know, if, and when they play the U S I got to make a decision as to who I'm cheering for. Right. Right. Uh, when, when, speaking of youth and, and young players, uh, watching Moritz Sider play in Grand Rapids and you coach Moritz Sider. And mm -hmm. then uh, last year he was playing in the Swedish league and now he's in, in, in the NHL. Um, he's really, a, I mean, he's a super special player, right? I mean, I mean, is everybody picking up on the same thing about he's uh, uh, extremely rare? Well, Mo's biggest strength and attribute is just, or, or is, it's his enthusiasm, his infectious personality. He's got uh, just got a vibe about him that you want to you want to root for the kid. He works hard, uh, great attitude, great work ethic, uh, and on top of that, he's a pretty darn skilled special player. And he's not afraid to make mistakes. He cut his teeth down here a little bit, and then obviously the league being shut down is a great experience for him to go play over in Sweden. Uh, I think both as, as a experience hockey wise, but you know, being on his own as a young kid in a different country, uh, it strengthened his personality even further. And I think it's matured him as a person further. And 
I think you see that translate onto the ice. He's uh, he's just a fantastic, unique player that uh, I think the Red Wings did a really good job of identifying and grabbing at the right time. It's going to be tough to uh, root against Joey Hicketts and Dominic Turgeon in, a, in about a week here. They're coming to Grand Rapids. Uh, for, oh, you'll have yeah, you'll have your field day with them on uh, at the appropriate times. But <laughs> yeah, those guys uh, again, like we again, big turnover this year. We lost. They didn't lose, uh, you know, just a changeover, and that happens in the American League. You know, you lost guys like Joe Hicketts, Dominic Turgeon, Dylan McElrath, uh, you know, other guys graduated to Detroit. So, you know, we saw those guys uh, last time in Iowa, and uh, those are guys that have been here for four or five years. So this was really, for me, the first year that I've been here where those guys haven't been here. So it was a little bit, uh, you know, different. Yeah. But it's – now, those guys are, are just fantastic guys, and they helped. You know, when we won in 2017, they were big pieces of that. And to help build the culture that we've tried to establish here and maintain here, uh, you know, it's sorely missed. And I, I'm sure they're applying what they learned in their experiences here and, and helping Iowa uh, cultivate their own kind of right on, team right on. Uh, final word, Jason, do you have any uh, one sentence uh, stuff you can pass along to the coach? Words of encouragement, maybe catch him at a beer league game or check out your podcast. Hey, absolutely, man. Um, you know, maybe the future will bring us uh, having another conversation on just chirping. That would be uh, fantastic and, and definitely give us a leg up on, uh, you know, some of the comp. But um, hey, man, uh, again, huge fan. I'm actually going to be paying more attention now just because of, you know, getting to uh, read up on you in this interview and stuff. So good luck, dude. Keep doing what I you appreciate do. appreciate it, man. Thanks. Yeah. And, uh, Jane, you can flip my info to, to Jason and Steph and I'd be happy to come on. Yeah. Uh, well, what I'll do is uh, I'm going to, I'm going to pass them over to Streetle and I'll put in a good word and, uh, and that, cause the, the Griffins, they're always like, Oh, you got to come through us. I'm like, no problem. No problem. I don't yep. want to step on your toes, but, uh, I'll definitely do that. Steph and final word. Uh, thanks for coming on with us and, uh, check out just chirping.com. Um, go Irish and, uh, go Griffins. Beautiful. All right. Thanks. Thank you. I'll see you Friday. Zayner. Can I ask one question first? Please do. Like your dogs haven't moved like that. If that doesn't epitomize like owners and their dogs, like that is you right there. Yeah. Yeah. This is, uh, that's O'Neal. He's son. And that's Bruce. And you know what? I'm not kidding you. We got him when Bruce Ramsey was an assistant coach in Grand Rapids, and we named him after Bruce Ramsey. I'm not kidding you. That's and in hilarious. Fact, if he gets in trouble, you'll hear Bruce Ramsey. They actually call <laughs> it named after Rammer. Oh, that's <laughs> the next one is going to be named Ben Simon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, 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 what is your nickname? Is it Benji? Benji. Like, that's no. a mean. Yeah, that's, that's horrible. What do they call uh, you? Benner? Benner? Benny? I mean, not a, Benny? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hockey players are real clever. Yeah. Hey, Zini, hey, uh, Smitty, yeah. Smith is Smitty. Uh, put, put, put a Y on the end of it. Put a Y on the end of it, yeah. That's it. Why are What's an easy solution? No. All right, boys. Thank you. All right, gentlemen. Enjoy your days. Thank you. Thank you. See ya. Bye-bye. Take care. Yeah.